When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett. On this episode of Conspiracy Unlimited, past lives recalled through hypnotic regression. At Stanford, Professor Hilgar conducted experiments with hypnosis clients. So he put people in hypnosis and told them, I'm going to put an object in your hand that will slowly heat up. And when it becomes too hot, drop it. So he put pens in their hands. And what happened, he noticed that some people were throwing away those pens. And when they, he brought them back from hypnosis, some of them had signs that it was already starting to burn their hands. So what you focus on, what, you, what the suggestion is, becomes your reality at the subconscious level. This podcast is brought to you by Family Bunker Designs. If you believe things are headed in a scary direction these days, then you'll want to listen to this message. Four years ago, John Hartman, a retired military man and certified disaster and survival expert, created the ultimate solution to keep his family safe from danger. He built a family survival bunker. With the advice of experts, he decided to share what he learned and publish the ultimate guide to family bunker construction. His designs are highly affordable, yet your family bunker will be safe, well hidden, and strong enough to withstand almost any disaster or terrorist attack. These days, with so many threats out there, a safe hideout is essential for security. And right now, when you order the Family Bunker Guide, you'll get three bonus survival guides absolutely free. Don't put it off. Get this life-saving information now. Learn more at clearbroadcast.com. That's clearbroadcast.com. Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett. Pursuing the truth wherever it leads. Exposing evil and corruption and the secret machinations of powerful elites. Revealing the high strangeness beneath the surface of our supposed reality. Coming to you from his studio beneath the stairs. Here's Richard Serrett. I'm trying to remember the Woody Allen movie. It might be Sleeper or maybe Annie Hall. And Woody is is talking about the usual existential topics, life and death. And he explains that he hopes there's no such thing as reincarnation because that means he'll have to sit through the ice capades again, which is a great line. Uh, that would be one of my fears for sure. For me, it would probably be having to uh, to tour the Bada Shoe Museum again. <laughs> no matter. Uh, the idea of uh, of past lives or reincarnation is, is intriguing, uh, although it does not square with my, my Christian faith. I, I don't see how reincarnation could possibly coincide with the, the biblical narrative, particularly the New Testament. Having said that, I've witnessed numerous 
past life regressions and the people placed under hypnosis appear to be having a very real, very profound, very emotional experience. So I'm not sure how to explain that away. Uh, But I do find, as I say, the subject fascinating. And Dr. Elena Gabor is a remarkable woman. And I've seen uh, her place her clients under hypnosis, and then they recall previous lives in startling detail. Uh, Dr. Gabor is a medical hypnotherapist with private hypnotherapy practices in Santa Monica, Pasadena, and Long Beach, California. She has made a lifetime commitment to help people recover from physical and emotional illnesses. She started her training as a medical doctor in 1989 in Europe, followed by the Medical Doctor of Stomatology training and the residency program in General Stomatology. She holds a Medical Doctor of Stomatology European license and brings to her medical hypnotherapy practice 17 years of experience in hospitals, clinics, and private practice in medical and dental fields. She also holds U.S. certifications in hypnotherapy, medical hypnotherapy, and life coaching and is a member of the National Guild of Hypnotists, and she is the author of Home at the Tree of Life. Dr. Gabor, welcome to Conspiracy Unlimited. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for inviting me to your show. My pleasure. Home at the Tree of Life. This uh, this is a book that came out uh, a little over four years ago, and it's based on four case studies. These were patients of yours. They, they uh, suffered from things like uh, severe anxiety, insomnia, depression, even suicidal thoughts. Yes. Uh, and and the idea here is that you were able to, or these people were able to heal themselves through past life regression therapy without medication, correct? Yes, exactly. Um, they were able to reach a higher state of being through working on their subconscious mind, their subconscious beliefs and the negative feelings they had you know, depression is the result of functioning from disempowering beliefs about the past, especially, and being in a negative state. So what they did uh, through this past life regression work and subconscious therapy work and optimizing belief systems, they were able to identify the root causes of those medical conditions or life challenges they had, resolve those, and... um, and uh, after that, um, learn about who they truly are as consciousness, learn who they are as souls and why they have the life they have, why their life is the way it is, why they created that life, because we are creators of our own experiences at all the levels of the mind. So for those not familiar with past life regression therapy, uh, the, you, you lead these uh, people uh, through hypnosis into previous incarnations, previous lives, uh, to find the root cause of their particular disorder, whether it's depression or even suicidal thoughts. Yes, exactly. And by accessing the initial challenges or traumas, we're able to resolve the negatively oriented feelings associated with those traumas, transform them, learn the lessons those lives provide, and then um, clients are able to apply those lessons in their current life. 
for those people that that believe in reincarnation, they may have had hundreds uh, uh, or even thousands of of previous lives, correct? Yes, yes. Um, Considering the fact that when we incarnate, we actually create infinite versions of life and we as consciousness as energy access various versions of that life but every major decision splits the energy so we split our energy with every major decision so let's say we want to marry with a certain person a part of us will marry with that person but if we're really not sure that was the best decision a part will not marry that person and it will continue so we have simultaneous selves living this life but various versions of this life and if you look at that you realize i actually have a life but i live as a consciousness um, through various versions of this life and then if you consider the other lives you have that have other versions as well and all those past lives are actually simultaneous lives i would say that people have close to infinite versions of life, infinite lives, not uh, hundreds or thousands. Now, of course, there are beginner souls who, uh, souls that have their first incarnation on earth, or uh, they had just a few lives on earth, but many others have had many lives on earth, and especially evolved souls, their their um, um, number of lives is almost infinite. So we have lives as animals, we have lives as plants, as water, as everything. Hmm. That, that's fascinating, the idea that the moment you have a thought or you make a mental decision, a part of you splits off, part of your soul splits off. That almost yeah. sounds like the multiverse theory. Exactly. It's exactly that. I think quantum physics is right on, is understanding these concepts really well. Um, We um, have multiple lives, multiple versions of this life occurring simultaneously. There is a part of me who continues to live in Romania, where I lived uh, up to 12 years ago. So a part of me lives in U.S., a part of me lives in Romania, and there are other decisions of my life where I split my energy. And it happens for all of us. It's nothing unusual. It's a current uh, uh, situation that uh, happens at the subconscious level. Uh, So if someone comes to you and they have uh, some disorder and they want to uncover the root cause of that, how it, to me it almost sounds like you'd be f- trying to find a needle in a haystack if we've lived infinite lives how do you identify the life where your disorder began the process is guided by our higher levels of consciousness is not the conscious mind of the client who chooses which life to see or access, we don't know. At the conscious level, we have no idea what lives we've lived or where we come from and so on. Where the brain holds only the memories of what we've experienced in this life. The memories of other lives are in the superconscious level of existence. And at that level, the decision is made which life to be presented to 
that soul and the spiritual guides are in charge of that. So we have a team of spirit guides that are in charge of um, helping us resolve our problems and they decide together with our higher self which life to show us and in which order. There is an order in which lives are shown and there's a frequency you have at, at every session and that frequency limits you. So as you progress in frequency, and uh, as you progress as a soul, as you release more of the negative feelings and negative beliefs, you end up accessing more lives in future sessions. So that's why it's good to do a number of sessions, not to limit yourself to, to one hypnotherapy or past life regression session. So the, the four case studies in our Home at the Tree of Life that are the subject of, of this book. Uh, tell me about the woman that, uh, I believe this was the woman that had suicidal thoughts. Uh, yes, the main me. character of the book. Yes. yes. Her name is Mia. That's the name in the book. Of course, it's not her real name. And um, Mia um, had depression throughout her entire life. She had, I think, Two tendencies, uh, uh, suicidal tendencies. So she uh, took pills one time, and uh, I can recall exactly what she did the other time. But um, the the moment she reached again to, uh, to suicidal thoughts was when she took antidepressants, and she started to feel like she has suicidal thoughts again. So then um, I came in the picture. I was asked by her physician to to work with her and she was very reluctant because she was a religious person or at least uh, learn from religion that uh, maybe hypnosis is not the best way to address these problems. So she was very reluctant and only when she felt that she had no other option, she felt like she would die if she doesn't do something, then she uh, agreed to have a session. And during that session, she accessed, as it's described in the book, she accessed um, a life as a gypsy woman where she... um, she fell in love with a man and had a wonderful life with him, a, a great relationship. And through that process of feeling love again, depression is the lack of love. She opened herself to the vibration of love, which elevated her as a soul, energetically cleansed her. And after the session, she felt like a weight was lifted, like her body wasn't anchoring her to the floor anymore because she felt uh, before the session that her whole body was hurting, the muscles were hurting, there was a heaviness in her body and, and tiredness. And after the session, that lifted. She felt more light, more charged with energy and vitality. So she realized this is working, even though consciously she wasn't understanding yet. How is this helping? What is the process through which this is elevating me? She had a hard time understanding. It took a lot of sessions to put things together for her to make sense how this process is working. I had a hard time initially understanding how past life regression works. So in time, I realized that um, it's really dismantling, disempowering, negatively oriented, fear-based 
and uh, limiting beliefs that we have at the subconscious level, whether from this life or whether from another life, and um, and uh, rebuilding that belief system. But her uh, her depression and her suicidal thoughts were they a product of this life, or was was there something uncovered in that past life which caused the the depression? I would say she came as a soul. You're shaped by all the experiences you've ever had in all your lives. Wherever you've been, whatever you've done influenced you. Just like as a human being, you are shaped by all the experiences you have in this life. So what happened in her case, I uh, she brought with her the vibration she left the last life with. You cannot... Um, when you incarnate, you have to start from where you left off. You know, it's just like knitting a sweater. If you go to sleep at night, it's not going to grow an arm. You have to continue from where you left off. It's just like with other lives. You, When you incarnate, you will go to the vibration you left off from the previous life. So I would say that she had to start in this life at that vibration of sadness, depression, negative thinking, and she created an environment in her life. She designed a life that would help her resuscitate those feelings. Um, well, that's interesting. Was, what, what do you mean uh, by that? She designed a life that would help her resuscitate res- those feelings. Exactly. Uh, For example, she was born in a family with a lot of conflicts. Uh, The father was an alcoholic. He was an abusive person. Um, He treated the mother and the sisters, uh, the, the children, she treated them really badly. They were very poor, didn't have what to eat. The father came um uh, drunk at home and uh, throw them uh, out of the house and they had to sleep in pajamas outside in freezing cold in front of the door. So she so, chose, before yes. she reincarnated, she chose that family. Why, Dr. Yes. Gabor, would anyone choose that? In order to evolve and progress, in order to start from where she left off, in order to have the chance as a soul to progress and evolve. We do this all the time. I can give you another example of a recent client. Would you like to hear yes, that Yes, please. Yes, please. So um, it, it, I noticed this pattern in, in case of every single client. And um, uh, here's this man from Sweden. He's a client of mine. He comes every year, I would say, a few times to work on himself, work on uncovering uh, the root causes of his challenges. And uh, in this life, he was born in a a very loving family, the father, a police officer. I can recall exactly what the mother was doing. But the father, when he was one years old, cheated and He admitted to his wife that he cheated. So his wife, because they were so in love, his wife got so upset that threw him out of the house and divorced him. And she entered a deep state of depression. And the child, all of a sudden from this loving family, entered a a war. Um, And um, he did not understand 
how to help. He felt powerless. He felt like he couldn't control the situation. He didn't know what to do with the mother to help her. Uh, he disconnected from his feelings. He, uh, his mother was loving towards him, but really didn't pay attention to him that much. He didn't feel like he had a voice or he was heard or was allowed to express his feelings. So um, in a session in which he wanted to understand why he has these feelings he's having in this life, um, he described being a soldier. In ancient, uh, not in ancient, in medieval times, um, he was a very strong man in armor, uh, fighting to protect his um, his um, uh, citadel, fort. Right, How right. do you call those? The castle. Okay. Exactly, a castle. And he was fighting, but but he realized the others were stronger, and he couldn't control what is happening anymore. He was losing control over the situation that uh, he said everything. I'm reading actually from from uh, his intake. Everything is falling apart. I feel helpless. I cannot defend these people. They're, these people need uh, help. They're helpless. Um, we're losing the ba battle. I feel powerless. Uh, we are fighting. I'm struggling. I feel a lot of sadness. Um, all right. What else? Let's see what he said here. Uh, I need to protect these people. I feel responsible for these people. So he he died. He was killed right moments after he described that. So he left that life with unresolved feelings. He left in a negative state. And as you looked at, at his current life, he actually was born in a war zone. The mother and father right. were at so, war. So before and he reincarnated, he did, in order to finish... Uh, to, to fulfill unfinished business, which was protecting exactly. the villagers, he needed to yes. choose a family where he could be placed in that same situation. Exactly, and resuscitate the same feelings, exactly what he said initially. Initially, I feel responsible for my mom. I feel helpless. I can't help her. I can't protect her. Um, Everything is falling apart. I can control the situation. Exactly the same feelings he had in the other life he has in this life. Is it, a skeptic might say, okay, so he has these present day issues where, where yes. he feels that he couldn't help his mother. Uh, and yes. so that in the hypnotic state, he created a metaphor mm. which mirrored, albeit in a more sort of dramatic or theatrical way, but he mirrored yes, what was going on. Yes, what, yes. Is that possible? Well, well, not necessarily, because that person who will say that does not understand how the past life regression process works as how, and how consciousness works and what's really the state of hypnosis. The state of hypnosis is not the state of imagination. Um, the feelings the person goes through are so strong. He was crying. He was, uh, it, it was like real life. When you imagine something, do you really, are you really able to get into those deep states of feelings? Not really. For Perhaps example, not, if, right. if, if someone says to you, my child died, can you imagine how he feels? 
No. no. You no. can't get into that feeling state, no matter how much you would try to imagine that. So um, there's a difference between imagination. It's playing with imagery and, and playing with information in your mind, but it doesn't get you um, to the deep feeling state that would be reflective of actually living that situation, but, experiencing that situation, but under being hypnosis, in that vibration. But under yes. hypnosis, uh, for example, I, I spoke with um, a, a man a couple of weeks ago, um, who Paul Davids, an author, Hollywood producer, uh, who was part of this uh, mind control experiment at Princeton in the late 60s. Uh, and this was at a time when they were experimenting with uh, LSD. Uh, and he was um, placed under hypnosis. He was given micro doses of LSD. And they had him walking around Princeton campus convinced that he was George Harrison from the Beatles. And he, he actually thought that he was. So isn't it, isn't it possible that the they gave the suggestion to yes. imagine that he's George Harrison? Okay, what happened at the, in that state? In that state, the subconscious takes over. And when you say to the subconscious, you become George Harrison, what the subconscious does goes and accesses the life of George Harrison and enters the body of that being, starts feeling the feelings George Harrison was feeling and functioning from that uh, level of being George Harrison. What people in the world of hypnosis don't understand is that when you give a suggestion to the subconscious mind, to the soul, the soul will actually enter that version of reality and experience what your suggestion, what your suggestion thing. So, for example, at Stanford, one of the uh, creators of the hypnosis department uh, Professor Hilgard conducted experiments with hypnosis clients. So he put people in hypnosis and asked them, told them, please give me your hand in the back, right? So that they won't see what he would put in, in their hands. So, and told them, I'm going to put an object in your hand that will slowly heat up. And when it becomes too hot, drop it. So he note, he put pens in their hands. Just regular pens. Right. And what what happened, he noticed that some people were throwing away those pens with with like an unusual move. And when they he brought them back from hypnosis, some of them had signs that it was already starting to burn their hand. Ah, interesting. See what I mean? So what you focus on, what you... What the suggestion is becomes your reality at the subconscious level. I see a lot of research done, but not people are not, the researchers are not able to interpret the results properly because hypnosis is a, is a talent, is a natural talent we all have. It's an, an innate property of consciousness, but it's not yet understood. Consciousness, it's not yet understood uh, hypnosis is not yet understood. So that's why people are not able to understand properly, not even the, the research they're conducting. So uh, going back to this case uh, the, of this fellow at, at Princeton and the LSD experiments, at a soul level, he actually was George Harrison. 
he, at the soul level, he entered the body of George Harrison. Our body is a channel for energy. Our spiritual guides enter in our body constantly. They inspire us. For example, in, in those moments where we have an accident and we don't know how we were inspired to make a move and survive, then our guides entered through us and took over. Uh, we're channels for energy at night. There's so many people talking in other languages at night. Um, not even being themselves, like there are people when, uh, in somnambulism, in sleepwalking. They're, it's not the same soul that takes over. Oh, that's interesting. Oh. Tell me more about that, because I have a, sis- yes. a sister uh, who, from a very young age, was a notorious uh, sleepwalker. Even to this day, she's a retired nurse. She will wake up in her closet uh, with a with the coat hangers all over the place, she's like she's she goes in there at night. She's struggling. Yes. So what is happening there at a subconscious level? Channels. We are channels. So there's some people that are able to to detach their conscious mind and their soul from their body and allow another soul to take over. Either make an agreement or the body is taken over because of the low vibration the body has. So it depends on, on, on a situation. There is another case of sexomnia. Have you ever heard that? When the person goes to sleep and... And then, let's say, they have sex with a partner oh, yes, yes, I have during that. the night and yes. they don't recall a thing or leave the house, go to a bar, pick up another person, have sex. And then when they wake up in the morning, they're shocked. Who's that person next to them? So it's the same process. It's a channeling process. It almost sounds another like possession. Soul, it sounds like almost like a possession. It, it, it's a the possession has an uh, we use it with a negative connotation. It's a possession where uh, low frequency energy takes control. But for example, Jesus, who was channeling God, allowing God to come through him, that's a positive possession. So I wouldn't actually use the term possession in that situation. But it still takes control. When the spiritual guys talk to Mia, the same process. When other channels, we know about Edgar Cayce, uh, we know about Esther Hicks and so on. It's it's indeed a, a possession process, but possession with a good purpose, with the purpose of helping humanity to uh, offer wisdom and wonderful knowledge. Well, Dr. Gabor, uh, please allow me to impart some wonderful knowledge. Internet security experts tell us that we should use different passwords for every website. But, you know, it can be a nightmare keeping track of all of those passwords with our online shopping, banking, email, and other essentials. Plus, long, complicated passwords are more secure but so hard to remember. Well, there's a great solution. It's called RoboForm. You never need to remember or type a password ever again. RoboForm gives you stronger passwords and faster logins all with a single click. It keeps all your devices in sync and when you shop online, RoboForm fills in those long address forms with one click. It's available for Windows, Mac, iOS and Android for personal or business use. And for peace of mind, RoboForm has around the clock support. It's one great solution for online security. Learn more at OneGreatSolution.com That's OneGreatSolution.com Theoretical physicists say that there's as many as 12 hyperdimensions. Here are just three of them. Conspiracy Unlimited. Conspiracy Unlimited. Conspiracy Unlimited. Pretty cool, huh? 
Uh, here's an extra one. Conspiracy Unlimited. Hey, how about one more? Conspiracy Unlimited. And the great thing is we have six hyperdimensions left. Conspiracy Unlimited. Five. Or something like that. I'll ask Richard later. Past life regression therapist Dr. Elena Gabor is with us. How come some people can remember uh, past lives and others can only do so through hypnosis, particularly your children? There's a very famous case uh, I know you've heard of. Uh, I, I believe his last name is pronounced Leiniger, James Leiniger. This young boy, I think he was from Seattle, and when he was three, four, five years old, he uh, told his parents that he remembered uh, dying in a uh, fiery plane crash. Uh, it turns out he believes he was the reincarnation of a, uh, a fighter pilot from the Second World War, and he knew things that a three-, four-, or five-year-old child simply wouldn't know. Uh, yes. Why, why? I'm familiar with yeah. that case, yes. Why? why? Why is because the conscious mind... Um, takes time to form. So when we're born, we do not have a conscious mind. It takes about six years to build that conscious mind. But when we're born, we are already born with a soul. We already have a subconscious mind, which is fully formed and fully equipped for that particular life we've designed to live. So um, in his case, and in, in the case of other children that remember up to four, five, six years old, they function from their subconscious mind. So at the subconscious level, he went to the life he previously exited because he wasn't yet at peace with, uh, with that life. He left that life. Oh, I think I lost you. Yes. Sorry. Uh, Hello. Hi. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. Can you yes. hear me? Yes. Okay. So let's just start. Uh, let's just back up. So, in that particular case, he remembered the life. We'll do a pickup there if you can hear me. Yes. Yes. So, uh, when we're born, did you hear that part? That yeah, when yes, we're I did. Born, we don't have. Okay. Okay. So, in his case, he was accessing at the subconscious level. He, Children function from the subconscious level up to six years, five, six years old. So at the subconscious level, he was going and accessing that previous life of his and identifying himself with that past personality uh, of the life he exited from before this life. So he was able to merge with that version of himself and relieve those feelings and those events he uh, he lived in that life why for the purpose of being at peace for the purpose of uh, bringing peace to his soul because once you access the sources of your traumas and release the negative feelings then you're free from that life it's not effect affecting you in a negative way anymore does it make sense it does it does at a certain level uh, so if someone has, let's say, um, undiagnosed uh, pain or th they haven't been able to determine the cause of the pain, uh, have you had a, a case where you've been able to, let's say, uncover the source of a, a back injury or a head injury or head pain? Yes, uh, yes, tell me absolutely. About that. Tell me about that. Yes, there, there are multiple cases in which the pain goes away, but the pain is just a messenger. 
to tell you that there's something that you're doing that is not in alignment with your higher self, that you're functioning from some belief systems, whether at the conscious or subconscious level, that are are uh, not in alignment with who you truly are as a higher consciousness. So, for example, uh, I'm going to give you the example of a woman who came to me after five years of a horrifying back pain. She wasn't able to sleep at night. She was waking up in the middle of the night, had to get up, walk for a while in order to go back to sleep again, pain. So five years of that turmoil, she tried acupuncture constantly, did not work for her medication. Her orthopedic surgeon said that he's seeing something on the x-ray and he should operate her. Um, Her physician said, don't do that that uh, is not generated by what the orthopedic surgeon sees on the x-ray. So he said, go to a hypnotherapist. So that's how she found me. And um, I guided her to the source of the pain. And she accessed a life in which she was like a young gypsy girl carrying water, two buckets of water on a you know, the, that stick on the shoulders. Yes. And I felt, okay, maybe that's it because she was ca- uh, carrying those heavy weights. But uh, it wasn't the case. As she uh, approached her home, she realized it was on fire. And her grandmother was burning inside of the house. She felt desperate. She There was nothing she could do. So the, she went through, through terrible pain and started to cry. And, and then... Uh, the next important event of that life was presented to her in which she was actually in a concentration camp as a gypsy girl mm. um, and knew no one. Everyone was in pain there. And once they um, they align everyone to take them somewhere, she fell and everyone walked all over her and she felt like she died there. And after the session... After the session, the pain disappeared. The pain literally disappeared. It's just absolutely unbelievable of how this works. How, how is it that simply reliving that experience, in this case her death, and sounds like she was trampled upon. Yes. How yes. is it by simply reliving that that the, the pain goes away? When you live a life with unresolved feelings, you, with negative feelings, with sadness, with, uh, with uh, anger, and so on, then you have to resolve those feelings as a soul in order to master the next vibration, to be able to go to the next level of evolution. In order to do that, you would have to create another life that would get you back to that level so that you would overcome it. And in psychotherapy, um, one of the founders of psychoanalysis, actually, um, what's his name? Um, Freud. Sigmund Freud? No, no, the father, the the mentor of Sigmund Freud. Uh, well, I have a a moment. In a moment, I'll I'll remember his name. He actually uh, discovered that unresolved uh, situations. Unconscious situations lead to um, unresolved feelings at the conscious level. And once the unconscious memory is made conscious, the uh, symptoms disappear. Hmm. 
Joseph Brewer is his name. Ah, It's an Austrian physician that is one of the founding fathers of psychoanalysis. He was a mentor and friend with Sigmund Freud. Joseph Brewer. All right. Uh, Now, where does... This is kind of a tricky one because if we choose how we are to reincarnate, if we choose, for example, our family or the conditions that we are going to be born into, then where does personal responsibility and sort of victimhood uh, come into this? Because one could argue, well, if, for example, someone uh, is a, you know, a, battered, a battered spouse, you would we argue that they chose that for themselves? Because that's kind they of a dicey situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They chose that situation as an opportunity to to fend for themselves, to do something, to exit that victim mentality. See what I mean? So um, when we create a life with the initial conditions, we create actually infinite versions of that life to be able to um, make better choices to not walk the same path we walked in a previous life to actually be able to change it and function from a higher level of perspective. So let's say you are born in a certain life and as a child you can do much about it because you don't know, you barely learn how this reality works. But later on, when you become uh, a young adult, you have the freedom to to choose what type of beliefs to hold on to, what type of feelings to perpetuate when you realize that actually you're in charge of your thinking process and you're in charge of the way you feel that no one has any power over the way you think in your mind. You get to buy into certain beliefs or not. So uh, there's a process in which you wake up. You you have the opportunity to wake up to your true nature, to your true power and use it and not not consider yourself as a victim because there's no victim on this earth apparently we're victims like let's say a child is abused it might seem like a victim from the conscious mind perspective but I noticed doing regression work with clients for example uh, a woman was sexually abused as a child and she wanted to understand that why that happened to her and she realized that in a different life she was a man who sexually abused his future wife so uh, these are choices in other words karma yes Yes, exactly. Mm. So these are choices we make either to, you know, to experience the reversed uh, facet of the coin. To That's see. pretty controversial, though, isn't it? To, to say that someone who uh, was abused in whatever form in, in, in their present yes. life, that it's because of what they did in a, in a previous life. If they choose to create a life to address that, that's what they will experience. And why would it be controversial? If you heard, if you hurt someone, right? Right. But you probably don't, you're not capable uh, without experiencing how it feels to be hurt by someone like you. Only when you get into the shoes of the person you've traumatized, then you'll understand what you've done. Well, for people who, who subscribe to, to reincarnation, absolutely. But if someone, let's say someone doesn't and they, they are, um, they're abused 
or they're, yeah. they've suffered some sort of you know violence. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, how do you approach that? You don't. Would you say, well, you chose oh, this life? I see. Or, yeah. No, no. I I never tell to my clients anything. They learn from their higher levels of consciousness why they have those lives. I never tell them anything. I don't even mention the word past life regression. I tell them, go to the sources of your challenges. And some people label those experiences as past lives because they're familiar with, you know, with a term, with a therapy, with a concept of reincarnation. They believe in it. Other people, they see those experiences as powerful metaphors of the mind. If you think this is just a label, those are really not past lives. Right. Those right. are simultaneous existences of our consciousness that influence who we are today and why we feel the way we feel and why we have this life. So really, you could label those in any way you would like and not be threatened by, let's say, I don't believe in reincarnation, then this is not going to work for me. Um, it can be explained in, in terms of quantum physics. It can be explained in terms of, uh, in terms of science of consciousness and so on. I've often heard it said, and you've, you, I think you've told me this as well, that we have uh, sort of contracts with people uh, and that those contracts don't stop simply because a life ends. And so that the people that we surround ourselves in this life, we've, we have some sort of a contract with from a previous life. Is that right? Um, yes, and that would involve karma again, a contract in the sense that we are here to help each other. And we may have chosen, based on the life we've designed, to help certain people. We can't really necessarily help every single person on this planet, uh, but we could help the people around us. And we make those agreements, and let's say, instead of fulfilling the agreement, we made it worse than we probably will continue in another life to try to help and and uh, bring that relationship to a place of balance and harmony. I um, I, I spoke with a uh, a past life regression therapist who told me, and I'm wondering if you have a, sort of a maybe a similar case. Uh, he, he was dealing with a couple; they were always arguing. I mean, they were at each other's throats constantly, and so and they had gone the traditional fam- of. Uh, marriage counseling and it didn't work. They went to this past life regression a therapist and he regressed them. Uh, and he said that it turns out in a previous life they had been on opposite sides of the civil war in the United, in the United States. One was in the Union Army, one was in the Confederate Army, and apparently they had, they had faced each other in a sort of a brutal hand to hand combat. Uh, and that that was the source of their constant squabbling. What, what do you what do you make of that? Is that possible? Yes, it's possible. I encountered situation like uh, situations like that, and it's very possible that a soul would choose the worst enemy in a life to become their sister or their brother or their child, because when you're close to that soul, you get the opportunity to actually address the feelings you have and resolve them. So I've worked with people that uncover the fact that their daughter killed them in another life. Oh, my. <laughs> you know, it was or yes. And, and this teaches you unconditional love, teaches you that only unconditional love can heal everything. And that when a soul kills another person, a person kills another person, it's really not actually the soul 
who does that, that positive loving soul, it's actually the vibrations the soul allows to flow through them, other souls that are negative that actually do the killing. No positive soul does any killing. Your responsibility is to keep your body at a high frequency, to keep your soul connected with the energy of love, with a positive energy and not to open yourself to low vibrations through alcohol, drugs, negative thinking, and so on. So you are responsible for that because you've opened yourself to that vibration that led to killing suicidal uh, situations or other things like that. You were in, involved in dentistry. How did you? Yes. How did you move from dentistry into? regression therapy I was always fascinated about consciousness, read books, and um, one of my family members who read a book uh, by um, Dr. Bruce Goldberg about, uh, I think it was past lives, future lives, um, he was very excited about this, and he said, I'm going to actually take a class on this, I'm going to look for a class on uh, hypnosis and regression work, but the book was in a different language that I wasn't speaking in Hungarian so I wasn't speaking Hungarian I could not read the book and at that time in Romania you couldn't find books uh, of that nature translated in Romanian so um I initially was very uh, you know skeptical saying why would you want to practice hypnosis because hypnosis was presented on TV as this weird thing there was always a weird music associated with a narrative so it created in my mind uh, an idea that hypnosis must be something bad uh, when I actually knew nothing about hypnosis so um, after that after uh, finding books of this nature I started to read about amazing results physicians had using hypnosis so that's when I became very interested in this and once I um, relocated to US I took classes on hypnosis and started practicing and discovered that actually hypnosis is an amazing way of connecting with the higher levels of consciousness for the purpose of reaching a state of unity in consciousness unity with your higher self and the source of everything God literally what people call religious people call God it's that's the purpose of hypnosis to get you to function uh, from that level of thinking that God thinks how does God think? That's another interesting question, right? What are the principles of superconscious thinking? I've, I've worked on uncovering those throughout the years, and my following books will show that. How should we think in order to have amazing lives, to be channels for the vibrations of love, healing energy, positivity, abundance, well-being, happiness, joy, and so on? Um, that's actually the purpose of life, to become a vehicle to the, for the source of life, for, for God. That's, that's what we're here for. How, how many lives, I mean, there's probably no you know, pat answer for this, but typically, how many lives must one experience in order to, the Hindus would say, get off this wheel of life and to, mm -hmm. and to ascend to the next level? 
there are souls that learn very fast, that progress very fast, that constantly choose to incarnate and sometimes choose to incarnate to divide their energy and live simultaneous lives in that time frame reality. Um, many people on earth are not incarnated with their the energy of their soul in just one body. They divided their energy and incarnated in multiple people, and they may meet each other and because they attract each other um, and uh, progress. One, one soul in multiple bodies. Yes. yes, can divide itself. Those would be called twin flames. Twin flames, I'm mm-hmm. not sure. I don't know if you heard about that. So those are parts of the same soul souls actually on earth there are less souls than we realize because many of the souls are actually incarnated in multiple people so on earth at this point there are way less souls incarnated than people oh that's interesting Hmm. Do you see what I mean? That one's a tricky one for me Uh, but 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 their consciousness is centered in one body right um they're, so they're the same at the subconscious level. And at the subconscious level, they have chosen different qualities and whatever they needed for that life. They don't choose all the talents, all the abilities when they incarnate. So let's say one part chooses to to be a great writer and takes those abilities and talents. Another part wants to be a, a doctor and chooses those experiences they had in other lives, you know, those those skills they had in other lives and so on. So um, at the subconscious level, at the superconscious level, we're the same. At the subconscious level, we're the same soul, but we're choosing to have different skills and abilities and vulnerabilities with us. Hmm. And in this way, we get to progress much faster. So there's souls that progress uh, slower. There's souls that progress faster. Uh, it's not a fixed thing. And it takes uh, it takes a while to become to reach the level of evolution where you can actually merge with a source of life, become one with a source with what people call God. Um, it takes a lot of lives. It takes close to infinite lives again. Are you able to do this type of work over the phone, or does it have to be done in person? I I do it in person. I do it over the phone. I do it via Skype, via FaceTime. I had amazing past life regression sessions with people uh, over Skype and over phone. It, it, it makes no difference. When you close your eyes, it doesn't really matter if you hear the person through your headset or the person is next to you. Absolutely no difference. And I have students from all over the world and I do sessions with them initially. Um, so um, it works really well. So how do people get a hold of you, Dr. Gabor, if they, if they want a past life regression? My website, it's drgabor.com, drgabor.com, drgabor.com. And my phone number is 310-614-9919. And on my website, they 
can download for free an audio recording uh, to connect with their higher levels of consciousness, connect with the, li- uh, the light of their greater self. They find a lot of information about all these aspects of hypnosis and regression work. They find my book there and audio recordings of hypnosis session to address various problems, depression, anxiety, insomnia, uh, and so on. Dr. Gabor, always a great pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you, Richard, for inviting me. My pleasure. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, before we dim the lights on my little studio beneath the stairs, I want to tell you what's coming up on episode 15 of Conspiracy Unlimited. But before that, it's a new year. Is weight loss on your wish list? Unfortunately, the commitment to weight loss often fades. Many people simply give up in the first 90 days. The key is having the right mindset. Getting thin and staying that way lies in our thought processes. And hypnotherapy can make all the difference. Now clinical hypnotherapist Dr. Steve G. Jones has created a set of five audio hypnotic sessions that apply the power of hypnosis. They can reprogram the mind, replace bad habits with vibrant, positive new habits, and they can help you achieve natural and long-lasting weight loss. Weight loss hypnotherapy really works, and it's available now at a special discount. Isn't it time to lose those extra pounds? Check out weight loss hypnotherapy right now at smartclicksavings.com. That's smartclicksavings.com. Coming up on episode 15 of Conspiracy Unlimited, media scientist Nelson Thal on the Clinton death list. Until then, I'm Richard Serrett. So long for now. A new Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett drops every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at ConspiracyUnlimitedPodcast.com. Blow your mind. That is all for now. Oh, and remember to share and give a five-star review because we have huge egos and need love. We're like cats. We need... We need constant petting.